Star Wars 7x7, episode 417. Today we consider the question, what new planets, or just what planets in general, will we see in The Force Awakens? Punch it, Chewie. Feel a disturbance in The Force? It's Star Wars 7x7, your daily seven-minute podcast. With your host, Alan Voivod. Destiny Unleashed. Hey, Rebel Rouser. Welcome to Star Wars 7x7. I'm your host, Alan Voivod, and I got to thinking about planets. <laughs> I'm not sure how it popped up in my head. I've been reviewing the last uh, 24 to 48 hours, just trying to figure out where exactly this particular idea came from. I think part of it is inspired by the fact that we've got another planet name that has been dropped in Rumor and Spoilerville. It's not one that, you know, if I said it to you, it would not have any meaning to you whatsoever. It wouldn't spoil anything, but... Don't worry, it's probably going to be revealed on Force Friday, so we will name it out loud there. But even then, from the whole perspective of a non-spoiler situation, I got to thinking about planets and wondering where The Force Awakens is going to take us. Because we've gotten some tantalizing glimpses of things, but we can't really put a finger on a lot of stuff yet, at least in the non-spoiler universe. And... Considering how the filmmakers have been talking about the original trilogy this and the original trilogy that and evoking all of that stuff, I thought, well, hmm, I seem to have the impression, or at least I was walking around with the idea, that there were not as many planets visited in the original trilogy as there were in the prequel trilogy. So I got to getting pen and paper out and doing a little internet check just to make sure that I wasn't misremembering things and Here's how the whole planetary visitation thing breaks out in the movies. So, in A New Hope, all we get is Tatooine and Yavin 4, which kind of surprised me when I sat back and thought about it, but I guess you could give honorable mention to Death Star 1. <laughs> it's no moon, so, I mean, we know that much. I don't, not exactly a planet either, but there you have it. In Empire Strikes Back, we get Hoth and Bespin and Dagobah, so we only get a couple there. And then in Return of the Jedi, we get Endor, and we get Tatooine, and we get Dagobah, and I guess if I gave honorable mention to the first Death Star, then I have to give it to the second Death Star. And we can't really count, I don't think it really counts, uh, all the planets that you see at the end of the special edition of Return of the Jedi during the big celebration. It doesn't really count. I'm only talking about planets where there was significant time spent as far as the whole movie plot goes. So for actual planets, 2, 3, and 3, not counting the Death Stars. <laughs> Tongue gets twisted around that, Death Stars. Uh, 2, 3, and 3 in the original trilogy movies. Compare that to the prequels, and it's a little different. Uh, you get something similar with The Phantom Menace, because that's Naboo and Tatooine and Coruscant. Pretty straightforward. But then Attack of the Clones, you get those three, plus you also get Kamino and you get Geonosis. A, a significant amount of time is spent on each of those five. And then in Revenge of the Sith, they go nuts. You get Coruscant, Utapau, is that how you pronounce it? Apologies. <laughs> Mustafar, Kashyyyk or Kazook, depending on whether you're an OT or a PT pronunciator. Uh, we get a little bit of Naboo briefly, and then, of course, miscellaneous other planets during the Order 66 montage. So a ton of planets, and definitely got wider in scope and scale in the prequel trilogy as it went on. 
So now, let's look at what we think we know so far from the two trailers and the behind-the-scenes video and various photo shoots and whatnot about The Force Awakens. We have Jakku, we know this for sure. We have some planet with a lake and greenery where the X-Wings are flying in. Uh, there's a forest with snowfall happening where Kylo Ren is at that first teaser trailer. There's a rocky snowscape planet where all the First Order troops are massed. And there's a forested area with all the stone buildings where you see the stormtroopers and uh, Captain Phasma seems to be there. That was from the Vanity Fair shoot, Captain Phasma being there. And then the behind the scenes video had all the troopers there attacking. And then a green sort of hilly area where the Millennium Falcon is seen in the behind the scenes video from San Diego Comic-Con with all those extras and people standing around. Oh, and then there's some potentially rocky place where we see what we think is Luke Skywalker touching his hand to R2-D2 by the fire with that second uh, trailer that we saw. So that's seven places, but it's entirely possible that there are some duplicates of the seven that we've seen that we don't even realize. So if you dial back and you think about it from a different perspective, we know there's got to be at least four places. There's got to be Jakku. We know that's a that's a given. We know that there has to be a place where the First Order resides, which we've seen in that. And I got to say, I keep thinking that must be Starkiller Base. I mean, I don't know what else would be Starkiller Base if that isn't it. And then there's got to be a place where the Resistance has a base. And there's got to be a place where the pirates, led by Maz Kanata, have a base. That was, of course, uh, talked about in Vanity Fair, Maz Kanata and the pirates. And so they got to be somewhere different, I would think. It'd be shocking to me to imagine that they were sharing a base with the Resistance. But you never know. So it seems we've got a minimum of four planets and probably more, which is definitely more prequel trilogy than it is original trilogy in terms of its scope. But I'd love to hear what you think about the uh, planetary excursions that we're about to take. Chime in with your comments at the blog post for this show's episode at SW7x7.com. This episode is sponsored by One and One. They've been our web host since 2006. <laughs> uh, well, not the podcast, of course. Podcast hasn't been around that long. But for our various other ventures, and you can get a 99-cent hosting package with a free domain included right now if you go to sw7x7.com slash one and one. That's the number one, A-N-D, then the number one again, sw7x7.com slash one and one. Time to handle the trivia business. I'm betting heavily on a Sebulban. Last time we asked you what object Princess Leia used to kill Jabba the Hutt, and that was a chain. Today's question, whose face did Luke see inside Darth Vader's mask during his dark side vision on Dagobah? Thanks for listening to another episode of Star Wars 7x7. And hey, before you follow Obi-Wan on some idealistic crusade, check out SW7x7.com for show notes, links, photos, videos, and more. And if you like what you've been hearing, support the podcast at patreon.com SW7x7. It's not a mind trick, it's destiny unleashed. This podcast is not endorsed or sponsored yet by Lucasfilm Limited, Disney, or 20th Century Fox and is intended for entertainment and information purposes only. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, and all names and pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars-related items are registered trademarks and or copyrights of Lucasfilm Limited or their respective trademark and copyright holders. May the force be with them. All original content is copyright 2015 by Star Wars 7x7. We hope you love it!